Welcome to the Redeemer Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and today we are joined by Redeemer's President, President David Zietzma. We're going to discuss and review and celebrate the year that was in 2023 and also look ahead to the future. If this is your first time here, make sure to like and subscribe, share with a friend, and check out some of our other episodes that explore various aspects of Redeemer, Christian education, and so much more. Thank you for making us part of your day, and with that, let's go. I am pleased to be joined by none other than Redeemer's President, David Zietzma. President Zietzma, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Zach. It's really awesome to be here. Yeah, no, I'm so glad we can do this. Uh, you know, kind of the last episode of 2023. So thankful to have you come on and we're, we're going to talk about and celebrate what happened at Redeemer in 2023. We're going to preview, you know, what's to, ahead in, in the years to come at Redeemer. But before we get to any of that, could, could we just start? Let's, let's talk a little bit about Redeemer's mission. I feel like that's been a talking mm-hmm. point uh, like within faculty, staff, and students for a couple of years now, could could we maybe just start diving right in? What is Redeemer's mission? Uh, yeah, it's it's a great question, Zach, and I think we've worked really hard over the last number of years to uh, really clarify that for for ourselves as an organization. And so, uh, Redeemer was founded in the Reformed Christian tradition and believes that uh, education and learning uh, is in fact a spiritual activity. So. Uh, we're engaged in in really shaping uh, students and 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 speaking into knowledge uh, from a Christian perspective, uh, in in such a way that people grow more deeply in their relationship with Jesus Christ while they're learning, and that they can explore their giftedness and their calling and sort out what God has in store for them. Uh, and it's it's been an exciting time with respect to uh, clarifying our mission. Uh, we recently uh, uh, approved uh, uh, new mission statements that we'll be rolling out in 2024. Uh, and essentially, Redeemer's mission is is that you know as an organization, we are preparing students to reflect the love of Jesus Christ in every calling and career. And 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 that's so important, especially you know when you look at you know Christian education and where it's at in Canada, and 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 just it's exciting that anyone who's part of Redeemer is part of that mission and part of that vision. So uh, definitely excited about that. Um, so in in regards to uh, I, I do want to just briefly touch on, I know there's an article posted, what does it mean uh, or what does reform mean? Um, have, have you got a chance to read that article or, or, or speak to it at all? Yeah, it's actually a, a web page on Redeemer's website and uh, right. anybody can go check it out. And um, it's really just trying to disentangle that complicated word reformed, which is uh, uh, kind of a theological and denominational term. But yet uh, when we unpack that, it means so much about our holistic understanding of living for Christ in all areas of life and um, engaging uh, both uh, our culture and society around us, but also uh, growing through our learning uh, individually in our relationship with God as well. So uh, we unpack that term and what it means for Redeemer um, on an uh, on an awesome web web page on our website. And I would encourage anybody who's interested in what we mean by that to go check that out because I think it's really helpful. Awesome. And, and shameless plug for the Redeemer podcast. We do have an episode where we do a deep dive uh, into that as well. So definitely check it out. It's a fantastic article. Well, that being said, David, let's let's talk about 2023. 2023 at Redeemer was a big year. There were lots of different events that happened. There was lots of you know new students that came in. There has been 
uh, you know, lots of learning done. And I, I, it's been cool to see even as we get past the pandemic, just how there's kind of a, I don't know, a new vibe, a new life in campus. That's been really cool to see. Could, could you maybe speak to what have been some of the highlights for Redeemer University this past year? Wow, uh, that's a big question, Zach. Uh, so many amazing <laughs> things have happened uh, over the past calendar year as we look back. And um, obviously, uh, you know, there's a lot to celebrate and a lot to give mm. thanks to God uh, for uh, on mm. our campus. And, um, you know, one of the most amazing things uh, really over the last couple of years has been uh, the expansion of Redeemer's Degree Granting Authority. Um, you know, already uh, a few years ago, we, we were able to launch our Bachelor of Business Administration degree uh, and obviously see a growing number of students interested in, in taking that business degree here at Redeemer. And, and then following up on that, we were able to offer a Bachelor of Kinesiology. And uh, mm-hmm. that's just a fantastic opportunity for students interested in health, uh, physical education, human body, those sorts of things to come and get a degree that's sort of relevant and meaningful to them and aligns with with their hopes. And then this past year, actually, we're able to add a third new degree, um, uh, a Bachelor of Communication and Media Studies. And so... Uh, Really, over the last three years, we've been able to double the number of degrees that Redeemer offers, and, and 2023 was a year wow. where, where that continued, and and we're just so excited. We give thanks to God for the opportunity to be to be offering more degrees in, in a wider variety of areas. As, as an alumni of the media program myself, I'm very excited about that Bachelor of Communications degree, so very, very thankful for that. Um, what about, could we talk about some of the events that happened? I, I know it feels like so much have happened, but, you know, I, let, let's start with the 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 Kiefer Conference. Sure, you know um, one of the things that's really important to our mission is is that you know even as we're engaged in preparing students, uh, we do that from a position of exploring. Uh, deeply various areas of knowledge and learning, so uh, various disciplines. And so our faculty are engaged in research and we're engaged in conversations about uh, sort of academic knowledge, the study of various disciplines. So um, last spring, we were able to host uh, the Kuiper Conference here at Redeemer, which brought uh, scholars, theologians uh, from from all across North America and, and from around the world, actually, to to engage in, in conversations uh, about um you know, reflecting on a Christian perspective on a particular area or discipline. And this past spring, we were able to host Makoto Fujimura, um, a well-known artist, uh, so um, and and he was able to share a little bit about his perspective on on theology and art and and how artists can serve God through their calling in art and how art mm-hmm. can bring glory and praise to God uh, and reflect uh, the love and hope that we have in Jesus Christ. So um, to be able to host that conference and engage in those conversations with a world-class uh, artist like Makoto um, was a fantastic opportunity to reflect our mission. And students were highly engaged. I mean, we had uh, Makoto's art in the art gallery on campus and, and students, uh, particularly from art, but from a number of disciplines, were able to engage in, wow, what does it mean to really live into my giftedness in this or that area and to do that in ways that reflect the hope that we have in Jesus. And, you know, what does our world need more today than hope and and a sense of how things can be restored uh, to the way they were intended to be uh, through Jesus Christ? All those were amazing events. And, you know, I, I enjoyed as a staff member engaging with those events and seeing students and faculty, you know, coming together to, you know, as a community grow together through events like that is really exciting to see. And, and I, we, we got to talk about it. It's 
the biggest event in Redeemer's history. What are your thoughts now that we're a couple months removed from the Ren Collective concert? Yeah, um, you know, uh, being able to host a, a worship uh, concert here at Redeemer was uh, something we were very privileged to do. And it's something that the wider Christian support community that's engaged with Redeemer, um, you know, I think was able to appreciate. And, mm. you know, we we don't want to live out our faith in in a closed bubble. We want to express that broadly and um, to be able to host a worship conference and invite invite the community invite invite high school students in uh, to to get an experience of Redeemer through the concert to learn more about our programs. Uh, obviously, as you said, it was the biggest campus visit day in Redeemer's history uh, with you know nearly um, 200 uh, campus visitors here che- checking out Redeemer uh, and thinking about uh, coming in the fall. So. Um, it was just an honor to be able to praise God on, on those evenings. And we really felt the spirit of God moving on, on campus mm-hmm. and really, I, I think felt the energy of, uh, you know, Redeemer's growth of some of the changes on campus, of some of the opportunities that students have here through new degree opportunities, really culminating in, in an exciting, uh, concert weekend and an exciting campus visit day for high school students. And, and even with, you know, and again, I'm an admissions counselor, so I was on the road talking about that concert. It was exciting. The concert itself was fantastic, exciting, mm-hmm. but the lead up to the concert was really cool. And and seeing, you know, the 100 Huntley Street got involved and all these different organizations that wanted to come and be part of it. You know, it, it was just it was so exciting to see that in, in that context. Yeah, it was an amazing uh, wider Christian community event in in many ways as well. Zach, you're absolutely right, and there was a lot of excitement about it. And and you know you know people are hungry to to express uh, their thankfulness and praise to God, and you know uh, even in difficult times. And and mm-hmm. certainly one of the the key Red Collective uh, songs that I appreciate very much emphasizes the need to just praise God with your hallelujahs mm-hmm. despite what might be going on around you. And I think. Um, you know, as people look around the world with, with war, uh, division, polarization in the culture, um, it really felt like a moment when a lot of people came together and celebrated what God has done for them and the hope we have of, of one day God making all things new again. And we get to point to that here and now, and that's what we want to involve our students in. Uh, that's the purpose of Redeemer. Um, even as we look forward to, to one day when God will, will make all things new and wipe away every tear. Absolutely. No, the the Red Collective, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. It was a fantastic event. Um, <laughs> a couple Now, so another event that was a huge success. Can you tell me about the concert that happened after the Ren Collective concert? Yeah. So, uh, you know, every every few years or so, um, uh, led by uh, Dr. Uh, Chris Tucson, we've we've put put on the Messiah here at Redeemer, uh, all often involving our, our choir, of course, and, and alumni mm-hmm. choir. And, and um, you know, it was a real honor to host that, of course, this year uh, as uh, Dr. Tucson's final concert as a faculty member. He's retiring and, and we're celebrating all the amazing things that mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Tucson has done here at Redeemer over so many years. But it was a packed house and and a, just a fantastic performance uh, involving so many alumni and students. And um, what an amazing way to kind of enter December and to yeah. look forward to the Christmas season, but also to celebrate the amazing impact of Redeemer in so many different areas. Absolutely. It's, it, it, oh, I love it when we can, we can use our facilities to, to do events like that. Mm-hmm. Um, spe- speaking of our facilities here, 
I I think you know I I graduated in 2020, and even I look at you know when I was a student in Redeemer, the building looks dramatically different. Can you maybe talk about sort of the strategic initiative in you know sort of the the physical reservations uh, renovations of the campus? Absolutely. I mean, a few years ago, we launched Learn Forward, our, our strategic plan. And one of the key strategies of that strategic plan was to ensure that we had relevant, sort of modern, sustainable facilities. And, um, you know, students, uh, you know, expect and should expect a high quality learning environment, including the facilities in which they learn. And so we've been committed to undertaking uh, upgrades, renovations, new, new construction where necessary um, in order to to sort of uh, upgrade the campus uh, facility and the learning and living environment here. So, you know, uh, right now I'm, I'm sitting in the new innovation space, uh, you know, doing the podcast is an amazing uh, space. We have a maker space here, Center for Innovation, Entrepreneurship and an Innovation Hub for Students. And here I'm in the, uh, what do we call the Zach, the green room or a place so where, <laughs> absolutely, like it's fantastic uh, investment uh, by Redeemer to enhance the learning environment for students and get them plugged into innovation and, and ideation and innovation design thinking. Um, but we've upgraded a number of different areas, including the dining halls, uh, which uh, uh, have been moved into to a more modern, sustainable uh, space uh, in terms of their look and feel and the way they're mm -hmm. laid out. Uh, and we also opened the Welcome Center uh, at the south uh, end of campus, uh, which is our, our frontline center for greeting all guests and visitors that come to campus. And I think over the last number of years, we've invested a lot in, in building a safe and secure parking environment uh, for students, uh, you know, recognizing that that Redeemer is part of uh, a suburban uh, large city and, yeah. and, and that that city is, is all around campus now. And so uh, we've invested a lot in, in lighting and, and secure parking uh, facilities for students. And uh, it's, it's all really exciting. And, and to see the changes on campus, um, you know, the area that I'm sitting in right now is part of the Karis Live and Learn Center, which opened two years ago and, and has yeah. 174 beds for students in addition to classroom and learning spaces. So um, we've had to do that because of all the excitement and growth that we've seen on campus. Uh, we're over 1,050 students. We've got 550 plus students living on campus now. And so Redeemer's growing. It's an exciting time. And uh, more and more young young Christians are saying, hey, you know, I want to go to a place where I can I can express my faith and talk about my faith and, and deepen my faith while while learning in, in an environment of excellence and uh, one that's going to prepare me uh, to find the career that God's got got ready for me and where I can serve him best. Well said. And it, it's fantastic. that and, and I absolutely celebrate the changes that have been made on campus and especially like taking out the, the the mailbox wall to open up the dining hall to the commons and just getting that natural light in there. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> One of the busiest spots on campus now, Zach. Absolutely. Yeah. No. And, and rightfully so, right? Like when I give a tour of the campus, I often start in the commons uh, mm -hmm. just to kind of say, you know, this is a central hub to our campus. You know, when students have that group project that they're meeting up for, they often meet in the commons, grab some Tim's and then go from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, some of the uh, engagement towards new art, new indigenous uh, artifacts displayed and, and kind of land history. Can, can you speak to that at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so the location of Redeemer um, uh, happens to be on, on, on land that is rich uh, in indigenous heritage and mm -hmm. communities that lived here uh, in the late 1200s and, and early 1300s. So um, as we've engaged in various developments over the years on 
on our land, um, and uh, we've engaged in archaeological digs. And so uh, we've learned uh, over many, many years now, nearly 40 years uh, of history, uh, that um, Redeemer is on a very rich heritage site with many artifacts. And so uh, we have many of those artifacts here on campus and have been holding them uh, and recently uh, investing in displaying them. Uh, recognizing the difficult and uh, tragic past of Indigenous communities in Canada and wanting to engage in an effort to reflect our uh, Christian values and perspective on human life and the createdness of all people, we wanted to do right by the artifacts uh, Mm -hmm. that reflected the Indigenous heritage on our land. So uh, we've engaged with leaders from the Indigenous communities to talk about how best to talk about and display those artifacts. And we're really excited that we're going to move forward to a, a more fulsome display and sharing of that history and heritage, and that we're doing so in conversation with the Indigenous community in ways that they can be involved and feel like their voice is also speaking in to how we're sharing that story of the past uh, here on on the land that Redeemer currently sits on. So uh, we're really excited by that. We we feel that it reflects uh, very much uh, the way that God would want us to honor uh, uh, the createdness of, of, of human beings and humanity uh, and the history uh, and culture that has been present uh, on this land in the past. That's that, that's fantastic, and it's great that we can have that you know open and honest dialogue in, in regard to it, which is an important one, for, absolutely, especially you know in our society to to this day. Um, Zach, well, th- if you want to know more about that, Zach? There's a whole article on Resound uh, in the most recent issue of Resound on on sort of restoring pathways and things like that. So, uh, fantastic opportunity to read a bit more deeply. How's that for a plug? That it, plug away. I, any any chance we get a chance to plug Resound, I'm all about that. I'm I'm totally totally game for that. <laughs> Absolutely, read your latest copy of Resound. Um, let's let's maybe pivot a little bit here. We we've talked a lot about you know 2023 and just uh, you know so thankful for for the year that was. Let's maybe pivot a little bit and talk about 2024 and you know years to come here. Mm-hmm. I. And, and David, I am a little selfish here, okay? I am an admissions counselor. This is my world. I'm on the road a lot. I'm at conferences. I'm at booths. And people are always asking me, well, do you guys have master's programs? <laughs> um, so I, I'm taking this opportunity to be a little selfish and say, you know, is, is there any you know plans for in the coming years to you know look and investigate starting some master's programs at Redeemer? Yeah. Um, right now, we're in uh, a phase of strategic exploration of a number of different opportunities, Zach. And uh, we realize the post-secondary market uh, continues to change, uh, mm-hmm. that young Christians continue to look for a wide variety of learning opportunities uh, in their university and post-secondary experience. And so uh, we're engaged in, in a period of strategic exploration. But I think looking forward, um, we have the ability to grant a number of different master's degrees. And so we are exploring those and our goal is to be offering um, uh, hopefully at least one master's degree by fall 2025 um, and maybe maybe one or two beyond that. And uh, it remains to be seen what those are, but some of the key areas we're looking at right now are, are business, um, maybe something in, in theology and the arts. Uh, there's also opportunities potentially in education and science. But, you know, 
there's a lot of work to be done to get there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of approvals that have that, that we have to go through and, um, you know, certifications to, to be to be gone through in order to to get to that point. But uh, take heart. Uh, we're exploring those and 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 we're trying to get ourselves on the pathway to to arrive at that within within a couple of years. That, that's so exciting. And absolutely. I don't think uh, you don't just go into your office one day and whip off a master's program. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about uh, beyond master's programs? Hmm. What about new certificates, degrees, other delivery models? Yeah, I think I think we're exploring those now, and and our hope is to be able to uh, to be able to begin offering micro credentials within the next two years as well. Uh, smaller, bite sized chunks of a of a of a degree that can be taken either as standalone micro credentials uh, for people that might be mid career or early career or even later career, mm-hmm. um, and and then maybe but maybe they can stack those in, into a degree as well. And so uh, there's a significant and growing market for that, and also certificate programs for um, you know post postgraduate learners who, who want to get further specialization in a particular area. Um, and we're looking at how we might deliver those in, in new formats, not, not only in person, but uh, perhaps entirely online or in hybrid formats. So uh, certainly we're in a process of, of strategic review of what those opportunities might be for Redeemer. Uh, clearly, we remain committed uh, to our uh, undergraduate degree programming, to, to ensuring a strong education program, uh, and to building strong, strong programs here on campus, while also uh, trying to address gaps that there might be where uh, Christian adult learners, Christian, you know, uh, post undergraduate learners uh, are looking for other opportunities to add to their skills, add to their uh, educational uh, background and, and knowledge. And so um, we're engaged in a process uh, of assessment right now of what those things might be for Redeemer that, that are aligned with our mission, that help us to carry out that mission to a wider variety of people in new ways. So what you're telling me is I need to wait and see, and there's some good things coming. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit is that hopefully you're a patient guy, Zach. Uh, <laughs> but but look, it's not too far down the road, but it's it's a little bit too early for me to say it's going to be this or that. Um, Absolutely. I think, I think there's various teams, you know, plugging away at this stuff. And um, we're just really excited for what God is going to do next uh, in the area of, of what degrees Redeemer will be offering and, and what other educational opportunities because we think God is really at work and leading us forward um, in in adding to to what we're already doing and, and building a stronger Redeemer through that. And 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 I think people forget Redeemer is still a very young institution, you know, in regards. Like we just celebrated our 40th anniversary a year ago, was it? And we're yeah, absolutely. In terms of, of post-secondary university institutions, uh, we're very young. Uh, many institutions have decades, centuries old uh, you know, pedigrees and, and, um, histories, uh, in Canada, you know, often a bit less, but, but decades, century, uh, for sure. And so, um, we're, we're not even half a century, uh, old as an organization and and we're sort of, uh, growing into new areas and, and new directions. Uh, uh, and, and we remain committed to doing that within the context of our unique Christian mission and, and really Mm -hmm. living into that. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, I'll I'll keep my patience, but I, I look forward to what, what, what what's to come. <laughs> um, speaking of kind of what's to come, are there any more plans for kind of uh, campus Im- improvements? You know, I know you touched on what we've done, but uh, any, any specific area of the the school that might change over the next couple of years. 
I think we're just going to continue to to engage in upgrades in, in Founders Hall in terms of the overall look and feel and ensuring that areas that are, are, are you know, experiencing a bit of uh, tiredness in terms of when they were originally uh, built, uh, that those get upgraded and renovated. And we continue to uh, invest in, in um, our residence facilities as well in, in renewals and upgrades there. Um, and so I think, you know, over the next year or two, that's where we're at. Of course, beyond that, who knows? Uh, the success of some of the new initiatives might require new spaces. Um, and we're in a constant, constant uh, space of assessing that. Okay, awesome. And uh, now, uh, something I, I really want to touch on, I know we're, we're running out of time, but I appreciate you taking the time to do this. But for, uh, let, let's talk back 2019, one of the biggest announcements ever. I'll never forget, I was in the comments when I got this email telling me that Redeemer was reducing tuition by 42%. Where are we at in the tuition restructure, you know, from 2019 to where we are now? Oh, great question, Zach. And, you know, I'm glad you could benefit that benefit from that for a couple of years. But uh, obviously, we partnered with a group of donors who really wanted to get Redeemer to to a more sustainable place in a way that made Christian university affordable mm -hmm. for more families. And so uh, we worked on a pathway um, to uh restructure our tuition and fees um, in such a way that tuition for for domestic Canadian undergraduate students was under $10,000 and was much more competitive uh, with publicly assisted universities, uh, particularly in Ontario, which are often between seven and $9,000. Um, so our tuition remains, uh, you know, 9,990 or somewhere in that range. So under $10,000. Um, and our commitment long term is to keep it within that range of the publicly assisted universities. So um, they've been frozen in terms of their ability to raise tuition at publicly assisted universities for about five years and our tuition has remained almost unchanged since the 2019 reduction so um, our commitment is to maintain that affordability long term and so we had to do a lot of restructuring to to get to that point uh, but we're confident and excited uh, that we can continue to offer tuition uh, moving forward uh, at affordable and competitive rates with Ontario's publicly assisted universities. And that won't be changing anytime soon. So um, we're grateful for God's provision to make that possible. And we're, we're grateful for some of the strategies that we were able to put in place to ensure that we can maintain that uh, for for the next generation of students. And and, and I, I thank you so much for speaking to that. And I just Something that I've learned going from a student to a staff member is how many people are working behind the scenes to keep, you know, Christian education affordable in mm -hmm. Canada. And it's just that's something I absolutely want to celebrate, you know, mm -hmm. for, for now and for the future as well. Absolutely. Um, I know I know we're coming close to the end of our time here, but let's let's maybe talk in this last little segment here. Learning in Christ. Mm. I, I've I've heard that popping up the past couple of weeks. Uh, you know, as, as I talk to people, so it's the 2023-2024 theme. Where does that kind of come from, and you know, what's that going to be looking like as we emphasize it? Learning in Christ in 2024. Yeah, and that that's a that's a great question, Zach. And that phrase comes from Colossians chapter two, and uh, we are you know, focused on when we are learning or engaged in the process of learning, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's it's faculty and in, in research, we want to anchor that in our spiritual groundedness in Jesus Christ. Um, 
that we continue to understand that Jesus is sovereign over all of life. He is, uh, all things were created through him, for him, and by him. And when we learn in the context of understanding the cosmic story of God's work in the world, uh, our learning um, deepens our relationship with Christ. And so in that sense, when we learn about uh, either biology or accounting or art or writing or, or history or politics or whatever it is that we're learning about, when we frame that in the context of God's created work and purposes and his unfolding work in the world, um, it deepens our relationship to God and it builds up a stronger foundation for us as believers so that when we're ready to go out and live into God's calling, we're prepared to uh, do that with conviction about who Jesus is, about con with conviction about his love for the world and his hope for the world, and with conviction that we can bring the restoring hope of Jesus to the work we're doing, whether that's in science or business or art or anywhere else, um, to the work itself and, and reflect the created goodness of God in that work, but also reflect that out to others that we work with, those we come into contact with. So that theme of the year, just, it, you know, it bleeds through our chapels throughout the year and, mm -hmm. and we hope it bleeds into courses and, 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 and themes and, in, in, in learning environments ac across campus and uh, really to remind us and ground us in our, in our overarching mission. Wow. The, I I'm looking forward to it. There's so much to celebrate. And uh, if you are watching this and you're interested in anything that David and I discussed in this episode, please reach out to us at admissions at redeemer.ca. Uh, we'd be happy to connect and uh, David, thank you so much for taking the time to join the podcast. Thank you so much, Zach. It, you're doing an amazing job with the podcast. Uh, keep it up. Uh, it's good to see you again. You're still uh, styling that awesome haircut. Really appreciate that. Always. <laughs> keep going, Zach. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, David. And God bless, and we'll see you in the next episode.